Hey guys, this is James, and you're listening to Home from the Therapist. Uh, it's been a little while since I've put one uh, a podcast out. Uh, we had a death in the family, and it's kind of thrown everything on its head, but I'll get into that next episode. Uh, so this week I want to introduce uh, an episode I did uh, probably two or three weeks back and just hadn't had a chance to put out. So I'm going to put this out, and... Um, we're going into a new year here, so I hope to get off on a new foot, and um, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Feel free to catch up with us on www.homefromthetherapist.com or on social media at HFTTP, or HFTK Podcast, rather. <laughs> That's Home for the Therapist. Enjoy. Hey everybody, this is James, and you are listening to Home from the Therapist. Apologize if there's some thumping around. Um, as many of you know, this car, this podcast is done from my car as I uh, leave my therapist's office every week. And uh, so it's not exactly a studio, and I kind of fumble with fumble around with stuff. I try new methods. I try to. Uh, Give you guys the best uh, audio experience, but we are definitely not talking Dolby surround sound here. Anyway, I want to thank all of you for joining, and um, I'm just going to dive right into it. I have uh, been uh, fumbling, fumbling, and tripping all over my podcast duties. I apologize for that. There has been a lot going on uh, in my family life. My uh, 95-year-old grandmother has uh, reached the end of her life. She's um, she's beginning to uh, start her transition, and uh, that's that's been kind of rough. Emotions surrounding that, not just with myself, but with the family. Yet, still have to uh, get some work done. Uh, still have to go on with our lives. Um, so we're all kind of struggling with that. Um, so the the, pan, the podcast hasn't got as much bandwidth probably as I would like. Um, I uh, have also made changes to uh, medication and that is uh, let's, let's just say that's become a little problematic um, I uh, let's see, sorry it's a little cold I'm trying to find the right heater setting here um, it's been a little problematic with the with the medication and I don't want to get into to medications much um, I, I think if, if you're a listener, 
um, you've been listening for a while, you've, you've seen me go through a lot of changes. And even though lately I think I've been on a very positive note, uh, let me be an example, boys and girls. Uh, whether you have ADHD, whether you have suffered a traumatic brain injury uh, or under PTSD, whether you have severe depression or anxiety, all of these things, I think your approach generally uh, might be the same as, as what my approach has been. Uh, you may suffer under some of the same things or go through the same things that I have. So that's uh, one of the reasons that I do the podcast. So... Um, that being said, you might be in a place where things, you're having a really good, really good uh, trip, you're, you know. I think you guys are going to find that I'm, I'm going to struggle for words here today. My medication has me in a place where uh, I can't find the right words for what I want to say. having trouble keeping hold of my thoughts uh, ideas come up and they just melt or they're just it's like trying to grab a hold of smoke and that's frustrating and I know that it is due to a change in my medication so I've been doing everything I can to um, just be cognizant of that, know that that's going on, and try to um, try to do the best I can. But here I am, uh, trying to conduct a podcast, trying to keep a coherent train of thought. Uh, I drive a car, so I can't exactly have uh, show notes or, you know, to go by. I do this all uh, kind of in a, a format in my head, uh, and you guys may um, get frustrated with that at times, and I, I apologize, but it's going to be particularly difficult today. So I, I'm just trying to go slow and uh, do the best I can. Those of you who struggle with um, some of the things that, that I do, who uh, are on medication, or maybe you're not medicated, because I think if you're unmedicated, maybe you find yourself in the same place and wonder, why am I here? Well, uh, you you probably should talk to a doctor and, and find the right uh, mix to help you stay <clears throat> stable emotionally. Um, to elevate your moods. I, I've been at this for 25 years. At times, uh, I had been misdiagnosed. I, they had misdiagnosed me at the Department of Veteran Affairs as being bipolar. I think now uh, it's, it's well understood that traumatic brain injury um, ADHD 
you, they, they share a lot of this common uh, symptoms and signs that um, you're going to get fluctuations in mood, and particularly with ADHD, those, those fluctuations in mood can happen many times in the same day, you have the ups and downs. If you are bipolar, <clears throat> those tend to be over a more extended amount of time. You will have long periods of elevation and then long periods of lows. I uh, have very short, I can go from one, one part of the day to the next uh, to uh, very different, different feelings. So I, um, <clears throat> uh, I don't want to say I'm all over the place, but you can be, you can be, you can feel like you're all over the place. Maybe people perceive you as being all over the place. that's important to people especially in a relationship to feel like they have stability and and you have a responsibility to help provide some of that stability in your emotional state um, if particularly if you're in a bad situation going through something with a significant other someone close to you and you emotionally all over they can't depend on you they um aren't able to to count on you to be consistent from one minute to the next you're you're upset about something then you're happy about it you know so, and so they don't know where you sit so not only do we owe it to ourselves but to the people that we love um to uh Take responsibility um, and seek some help medically. That's both in um, counseling and medication. So I, I do that. However, we and I say we because um, I, I uh, had I always consult with my wife and and how she sees me. What I've learned is that I will fool myself. I will convince myself that I am better off than I than I actually am. I may feel darn good about who I am and what, what's going on. And that is me lying to myself. Things are not as good as I think they are. Because I've sold myself some big old fat lie. I'm living that lie and people around me are miserable. So I uh, make a point to, to check in with my wife and ensure that the, uh, the way that I see things, the way that I believe, is uh, consistent with how she feels. Now, if you're in a really good place and you are sure of yourself and you know who you are, um, you do care about how others feel but you can take someone's criticism uh, and and be able to to, to uh, use that constructively in other words you don't have to necessarily dismiss it 
but also you don't have to live or die by it. You take what they say and you, you use that in your your formulation. I don't know if I'm particularly in that place. I'm not. Uh, I, I'm. I'm. I am assured of where I am. I, I actually, <laughs> if you've been following this podcast, I, I uh, have very strong convictions, and and for the first time in my life, really believe in myself and believe in who I am and like myself. That's new. That's that's different, but. I feel silly saying those things uh, and sounding the way that I do because I must sound like a, like a complete wreck. I, I because uh, I know that I am a little bit all over the place. I'm trying to hold on to those thoughts. I'm trying to um, keep directed, but at times I'm not. So what's changed? I know what's changed. What's changed is I tweak medication. I had a discussion with my wife. She felt like I was a little slow starting in the mornings. There were times when I had been really good to go in the mornings, really aggressive. Um, And so I wasn't the last, you know, handful of weeks or whatever. So she said, "I, I just don't think you're getting up and going. You know, you're lingering in the mornings and you could be more effective. You could be more efficient. So maybe, maybe the medication isn't quite right. So I went back to the doctor and uh, we tried something different. And that something different really, really took me for a loop. And so we made another, another adjustment. We made another adjustment and so here I am in the midst of all these changes and I feel like I'm getting thrown like I'm rolling down a hill there's two ways to roll down a hill you can uh, you can fight it or you can let it happen and I think that you guys may not understand this, but I have to let it happen. Because I chose to roll down this hill. I said, you know, doc, let's change things up. You choose doctors, uh, and, and if you've been with a doctor as long as I have, uh, you, do, you, can, you should have confidence in them. And if you don't, why are you going to them? <laughs> That's my question. If you don't trust your doctor, uh, why are you there? There's a lot of other ones. Pick another one. So when you find a doctor, you begin to develop some confidence for him. You go on years with this doctor. Well, you know what? That confidence has to develop into trust. Now, there's people, I'm sure, that are listening that will say, no, I don't ever trust fully trust my doctor well again I think you you need to look at why you're why you're with that doctor there's a lot of doctors out there's a lot of other systems I know it's hard to change but you should trust your doctor to make decisions they went 
they got the education, uh, they have the practice, they have the experience. You don't. You may be really good at Googling. You may be really good at looking stuff up on the internet and finding data that supports what you want. It doesn't mean that you have a license to practice. And there you go. Let's segue into the legal disclaimer. I am not a doctor. I do not have a license to practice medicine, so nothing I should that I say should be taken as a uh, as advice of a medical professional because I am not just a dude. So I trust my doctor, and uh, one of the things that. Uh, oftentimes I tell people is your doctor should be an advocate for you. You should be able to feel like your doctor will petition on your behalf. You're in a situation and you need a, you know, a metal, medical practitioner to back you up or you are in a situation and you feel like your doctor should be working for your best interests, that the decisions that your doctor make, your doctor makes, sorry, um, those decisions are the result of someone who is an advocate for you, that cares for you, and is trying, working uh, to help you. If you don't feel like that, Get another doctor. So I'm going to step into, uh, as an example, I'm going to step into to a really bad example. And that's pain management. Right now, uh, in my state, it's a big deal. Pain medicine is killing people like crazy in this state. And it's a result of a industry both a uh, pharmacological standpoint and, and, and a practitioner standpoint, a distribution standpoint, uh, they were all just drinking in the money. Everybody was getting paid. You know what? It's killing people. So they had to go after it and they had to tighten things up. Unfortunately, there is this result where it is extremely difficult for people who have legitimate pain issues to get the medication that they need. And the reason for that is, is that doctors are afraid to prescribe them because they are being put under a microscope, been, their feet are being held to the fire, whatever, however you want to, to term that, um, it's uncomfortable for doctors to prescribe that medication. They want to hand that off to different doctors and uh, they might send you to a pain management doctor who specializes in it. Whatever, whatever your situation is, whether it's your regular doctor, whether it's your, I don't know, orthopedic doctor, whatever, whatever your situation is, or whether it's your pain management doctor, those doctors ultimately should be an advocate for you. Your doctor should 
not, I can't say want to, but your doctors should be willing to put themselves on the line professionally for the decisions that they make. And if you are in pain and your doctor agrees that you're in pain and you should not be that way, that you should be under, that you should be under, you know, pain medication, then they should, should be willing to prescribe it. Period. Uh, regardless of the, what the law is. I know the law is going to beat you up. I know the law is going to look at you really hard for prescribing medicine. But if someone's in pain, I'm in pain, uh, you write the script. I'm not going to abuse it. You should, you know, know me enough or whatever. Now, I'm not saying that because I have a situation with any of my doctors. I'm saying that actually because I, I see it with a, a family member uh, who was really suffering. And and their doctors were, were I, I'm going to say afraid. They were afraid to write scripts because of my state and the laws that were written. Well, you know, my, the way I look at that is either you think I'm drug-seeking or you don't. So... Write the script. If you feel like I'm drug-seeking, tell me that. Say it to my face. Say, I believe you have a problem and you need to seek treatment. Not just let me sit here and fiddle around in, in suffering. I, I guess that's the way I am. I just, I, you know, things are have to be black and white. I know things are gray, but I'm going to try to get things to black and black or white. That's the way I, I am. So, um, wow, I really went down a, really went down a rabbit hole here. Uh, should I uh, drink the potion or eat the cookie or whatever? Anyway, my medication has me all over the place. I made a decision to make a change. I trust my doctor. And we decided, the doctor and I, the doctor, myself, and my wife, actually, we were all part of this. We decided to change my meds, and um, I'm, I'm going through some side effects. Obviously, I'm less focused. Obviously, uh, I cannot... Um, I cannot hold on to my thoughts. I'm forgetting things. It is a lot like how I was untreated with ADHD. Difference is now is that I have a very strong awareness. I meditate every day. And I'm trying to keep my focus, keep my head space. When you do that, you really start to realize where you are on things and, and how, whether it's easy or hard for you to do what you are determined to do. So I'm, I'm finding it very hard, and I'm very aware that I'm struggling. Um, I hope for, for you as listeners, either you are uh, learning from what I'm going through, or maybe you're a doctor and, and you're taking some notes. Good on you. I hope, uh, I hope this helps uh, your, your experience or whatever. <clears throat> Or maybe uh, you just find these things entertaining. That's why you join in. 
I, you know, look, hey, I'll put this on here. I want it to be entertaining. I'm not doing this on purpose. If I, you know, if you find it entertaining, good. It's worth your money. Hey, speaking of that, you can support the podcast by going to anchor.fm slash home from the therapist. There's a way for you to contribute financially to the podcast. Uh, you can buy me a cup of coffee. You can buy me a, a, a tank of gas. You can, uh, I don't know, you can buy me a new microphone. That'd be great. That'd be a great Christmas present. Um, hey, you can help me meet my copays. So you can contribute that way, or you, you we're on Patreon, you can go to Patreon slash, uh, I believe it's HFTT Podcast. If not, it's going to be Patreon slash Home From The Therapist. Uh, you can go there, you can contribute financially to the podcast, help support what I'm doing, uh, help keep things going, let me know that you appreciate it. Um, otherwise, if you want to contribute in a different way, you can go to anchor.fm and uh, leave a leave a voice message leave me a voicemail ask questions I uh, complain encourage or just you know talk about whatever you want to talk about I'm here for you uh, I encourage you go to anchor.fm do that love to hear from you or you can uh, catch us on social media we're at all the social media sites, HFTT Podcast, or you can go to the interwebs on your browser, www.homefromthetherapist.com, and also, I believe, hfttpodcast.com. And it's funny, you know, I say I believe, and it sounds like I've got somebody else doing that. No, I did. I built all of this stuff. I just don't remember. I don't remember anything. I write things down like crazy. If you're in the same place, I encourage you get a pen, paper, uh, buy a Samsung Galaxy Note like I have so that when you think of things you just pop the pen out from the bottom and scribble onto your screen so that you can save your thoughts or carry around a book uh, I know that uh, you might romanticize it like you're uh, uh, Hemingway or something carrying around a, a notebook a, a little journal or diary uh, but if you're secretly ADHD or maybe you've you you have a TBI maybe you're suffering under uh, traumatic brain injury uh, a little PTSD going on I, I feel you brother or sister I feel you I really do uh, keep a little book whether it fits in your pocket or you got to carry around in your hand carrying around the hand helps because uh, you remember that it's there for you but also uh, you are apt to forget it. So how do I remember it? If I, you know, I have all of these things. Let me tell you, boys and girls, I do all of these things. I do all the things, yay! Uh, I do voice messages to myself. I scribble on my, my Note 9. I have a book right next to me here, a little diary. Um, I have little notebooks that fit in my pocket. I have notepads at my desk. Uh, I must look like a psychotic person. Like I am the freaking guy from Seven who's calculating the hypotenuse of 
how to kill people and make it look like it's uh, been written since the dawn of time. I, you know, but I'm not. I tried, I tried to show my son. My son is diagnosed ADHD. I love him, uh, whether he was ADHD or not. Son, if you ever listen to this, uh, I love you. I support you, and I'm doing my best to support you. Um, and maybe someday I'll do a podcast. I think I've said this before that I'm going to do a podcast for uh, parents of um, kids who are diagnosed. And I'm just going to say diagnosed. I mean, there's a lot of different diagnoses, and I believe that your response should be the same to a lot of these things as a parent. Uh, it's particularly different as a parent if you also have a diagnosis. So we'll look at both sides of it at some point. Maybe I'll run out of personal things to talk about and we'll set that up. Or maybe I'll start doing an additional podcast. We're starting to get a pretty good following. And uh, if I get the encouragement that way, people want more episodes. Uh, maybe I'll double up and do a studio episode uh, just so that we're putting these out twice a week. Or maybe it'll be a different, maybe it'll be a studio line of podcasts and there'll be a, a, a in the car line of podcasts. I don't know. You know what? I don't have a producer either. <laughs> uh, a lot, of, lot majority maybe of podcasts have, have producers, have budgets. I have none of these things. I just have uh, willpower. I have creativity. Um, and uh, I have the uh, fly by the seat of your pants uh you know, attitude. I have that ADHD um, uh, impulsiveness. But I also have commitment, so I keep doing it. Here we are. So medication's got me uh, taken for a whirl. But here's here's the thing, folks, and, and I'm going to encourage everyone. When you commit to changing your medication, you have to look at what that medication says. And if it says it's going to take four weeks or it's going to take two months or whatever to get to full effectiveness, you got to hang with it. Unless it's giving you such strong side effects or you've got some sort of interaction that's going on that you can point at and it's causing a disruptive or, or disruption, sorry, or it's got such a impact that it, it is going to uh, affect uh, vital organs or, or, you know, it has that kind of health concern that you, you need to make an immediate change. Otherwise, you got to stick with it. I, you know, you're going to hear a lot of people in your life that are going to encourage you to stick with things. And you might find it odd that I, someone would say this when it comes to medication, but I think if you make a commitment, I believe that you make a commitment. Change your meds um, and you start having problems. You read in the guide that uh, there was a possibility for that. So when you, when you uh, start rolling down the hill, you made the decision to go that direction. You gotta go with the roll. At some point, what are we? What is the obvious thing that I'm going to say next? That you got to have faith. You got to have faith that the hill ends, that it levels out. 
And yeah, that rolling, it might keep you going even down the straightaway. When things level out, you still might be in a spin. But have faith. Have just trust what's going on. Stick with it. And you'll get through it. And I'm going to get through it. So I think this is a good place to take a break. Uh, I'm sitting here in the McDonald's parking lot. I'm going to get myself a cup of coffee. Uh, maybe I'll get a sandwich. Um, I got to tell you guys, I got to be honest. Anchor.fm has uh, given us a new way to support the podcast. And you might have noticed already, it's through advertisements. Uh, so you're from time to time, you're going to hear me talk about uh, some things, some... Um, I've come into uh, agreements with different advertisers, and I gotta tell you, I I am gonna believe in those things. Uh, they're, they're good products. Otherwise, I wouldn't endorse them. If I, something came up and I didn't think it was any good, I'm not gonna endorse it. That's the way I am. If you listen to this long enough, you're gonna know I'm that kind of person. I'm not. I'm not gonna be a whore. <laughs> I'm not just gonna advertise, be a shill for for any old thing. Sorry if you don't like that word, whore. It's true. Um, yeah, I, yes, I'm a little bit country. I'm a little bit cowboy. Yeah, I, that's a that's a cowboy. That's a country word to me. And you, it doesn't have anything to do about sex. It has to do with um, what you allow for, <clears throat> just so that you can make money, or that you can make gain. It, may, it doesn't necessarily have to be money, but. I assure you, I'm not a prostitute. However, um, if given, when given this opportunity to make some money, to help support this podcast and what I do here, uh, Patreon has been set up for a while, not getting in a, you know, a big outpouring there. So I'm going to do advertisements. And guys, if you don't like the advertisements, uh, then start donating. If you donate... I will have ways to thank you. I, I commit to that. I guarantee it. I said it before. Uh, if, you're, if you uh, donate, whether through F uh, Anchor.fm or through Patreon, I will thank you in ways that I haven't even quite outlined yet. However, in its absence, I'm still going to get things taken care of, and I'm going to do that through advertising. So we're going to take a break right now. We're going to get the bills paid. Um, I want to thank you for listening. Please stick with us. We'll be back in a little bit. And this is James and Home from the Therapist. Hey guys, we're back. This is James and you're listening to Home from the Therapist. Um, if you uh, want to comment on the podcast, please check us out on social media at HF. TT Podcast, also uh, can be found in your browser at www.homefromthetherapist.com or hfttpodcasts.com, and we're broadcasting directly out of anchor.fm slash homefromthetherapist. As I stated in uh, the last segment, we are... Um, you can support, help support the podcast through Patreon um, or through anchor.fm slash 
home from the therapist. We have a function there where you can contribute financially or, hey, the way I see it, you're contributing to the podcast if you leave a voicemail or a comment. So if you can't give financially, uh, give your support that way. I'd really appreciate it. Anyway, we're back. Um, I, uh, of course, as many of you know, have to make my stop at McDonald's either before or after my appointment, and a lot of times I'm running late, so uh, I've been getting it afterwards. And today is no exception. Um, what do you guys consider luck or a blessing? I know there's thing, such things as a, as a mixed blessing. Um, I thought that I would do something a little extra uh, for my son today when I got breakfast. So I went in and got him a coffee. One of those cute McDonald's coffees with the, the fluffy top to it. All the sweetness. You know, I'm, honestly, I'm, I'm, a, uh, I'm an old soldier. I'm an army vet. So uh, not that I take my coffee black, but I do drink coffee. I, I drink the, I think McDonald's coffee is really good. Talked about it on here. McDonald's, if you want us to uh, want me to start doing commercials for you, let me know. Talk to my agent. Hey, guess what? I don't have an agent either. Yep, I uh, do all my own advertising. Don't have an agent, and I don't have a producer, obviously. <laughs> so, that being said, thought I would uh, do a little something for the for the boy this morning. Uh, thought I'd get him a big monster breakfast sandwich, and. Uh, a fruity coffee. I don't call it fruity. But anyway. So, uh, yeah, it's a little cold here in my state. Actually, it's a lot cold here in my state. Not exactly snow on the ground. But I still appreciate when somebody comes out and brings me my, my stuff. And the kids bring me out my stuff today. Now, when I say kids, normally it's just a person brings you out your, your, your order, right? Well, they brought me out uh, a bag, but they didn't bring out my coffees, and so I'm like, dude, um, I, you know, thanks for the order, but where's my coffee? That because that's really critical. That's kind of what I'm here for. <clears throat> and he goes, oh, uh, you had coffee, and so I'm like, yeah, 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 let me bring it up on the app here. Again, gonna advertise for McDonald's here real quick, uh, which I don't get paid for them by them. Let's go ahead and say that. Um, their app is tremendous. Anyway, I just real quickly go to my order, go to show it to him, and he goes, oh, uh, here she comes with your stuff. So another employee comes out with my my coffees, and she has a bag of food. And I'm like, oh, so which which bag is it? Is it is it this bag or is it, is it that bag? And they both go almost in unison Oh, just go ahead and keep them both. You know, I understand. I worked at McDonald's. It, you are in the business customer service. Uh, I know that one of these bags was probably intended for somebody else. It's possible they both filled my order, but more than likely somebody else was waiting for that bag and they just gave it to me and, and walked off. I uh, I understand that. Look, you're in the customer service business. Man, err on the side of caution. Give, give both of them. 
don't sit there in the parking lot and sort through them. Just hand them both to the person, say like, have a great day, and go quickly make the other person's order. Because if you're in the middle of this cold and sorting through bags, you're making both orders cold. Like, a bird in the hand's better than two in the bush. Like, you got one happy customer by just throwing all the food at them rather than two customers that hate you. So, I get why they did it. But I've had gastric bypass surgery. I can barely drink my medium cup of coffee with cream and sugar and take a bite or two of either a breakfast sandwich or a burrito or whatever. Much less a bunch of food. And my wife will have my hide, as my mother would say, for bringing home several sandwiches for my son to eat. He doesn't need that. Like, he needs, you know what he needs? He needs, what, what you need, you need to go out and take a walk, boy. You need to get yourself a job at J-O-B. Sorry, guys, I like movies. Go ahead and comment if you know what movies I was quoting. Anyway, I think that should be a contest. Whoever names the most movie references in my episode uh, will get a prize. So, I've got these extra sandwiches. I have a son that I'm not allowed to let eat all of this. So, maybe I'm going to cut my losses. I think I'm going to... I know my wife, she fasts. My wife is a diabetic, been extremely successful. Folks, I've been married to her for 20 years. And I'm going to be honest with you because I, I don't think she'd mind saying it. My wife, uh, let's say, carried a lot of weight for our entire marriage. I married her at, at an elevated weight. She's had diabetes for a majority of our, our marriage. Hey, I love the woman, all right? That's, I love her. I married her for who she was and who she is. Thank God, I mean, holy cow. Not that I was begging for this or anything or they wanted it, but my wife took control of her life. She started what's called intermittent fasting. If you have diabetes, especially type two diabetes, I encourage you. Hey, I'm not a doctor. Not a doctor. Not a doctor. He, he, this guy's not allowed to give you advice. I'm not. I should have someone that sits along with me that yells every time I start to do it. Uh, I'm not allowed to give you advice. I, I'm not a doctor. Don't take this as medical advice. But I encourage you, go ahead and Google uh, intermittent fasting type 2 diabetes. So here's the trick. Um, what a lot of people do is our food is so high in carbohydrates and sugars that you are collecting this in your liver, in your system, and you don't get a chance to, to process it. You don't get a chance to dump it. You, you, so then your body starts pumping out all of these chemicals, hormones to, to uh, we, you know, uh, we call it insulin, but that's what it is. Your body's pumping all this stuff out, trying to mitigate this 
high level of carbohydrates and, and sugars that it has to process. It has a responsibility of dealing with. So it pumps out insulin. Guess what insulin does? Insulin turns it to fat. It says, hey, I'm going to store this. Rather than processing it and getting it out, using it for energy, whatever else, it's like, man, throw it in boxes and put, put it in that room over there. Oh, we're going to need to expand because we have so much stuff we need to store. That's your body panicking, storing fat with the insulin. Guess what you're doing, guys? Your body, that's, that's the whole whole process. That's your whole problem. If you are a type 2 diabetic, man, I don't know you, but I'm going to bet you, you're carrying some weight. And if you're carrying some weight, you might become a diabetic. It goes hand in hand. So people have logic their way around this. Doctors, when I say people, doctors who are on the internet, you can look them up and hold them accountable, not me, okay? Not a doctor. My wife did the Googling. She she saw these people, and maybe one day I'll have her come on and talk about it, if you guys want, let me know. She became determined and started intermittent fasting every day. Every day she goes through a fast and doesn't eat until a certain point in the day and then cuts herself off at a certain point, doesn't eat anything past that, enjoys a, a sleep period where she does a majority of her fasting. But what she does, she's giving her body time to process and it works through that stuff and uh, she's hugely successful. She's lowered her, uh, her A1C, she's uh, takes less insulin than she had and guess what she can finally lose weight so all of her exercise all of her walking all of the stuff she's been doing for years fighting like like Rocky Balboa but man it's it's Apollo Creed man he's a he's a world champ so you know what she she got knocked down she got back up she she lost that first bout, but she's still she's she's out for the war, man. And our and she's she's gonna put Creed down this time. She really is, man. She's fighting hard. She's killing it, and she's lost more weight. She weighs less than I than I think than I've ever known her. She looks hot with a W and an A. Man, she looks good. At 45, no other woman is more attractive. Looks more delicious to me than my wife. Ooh. And then she went and she cut her hair. And we are old 80s rock fans. We went to uh, see Queensryche. Actually, not Queensryche. It's the lead singer, Jeff Tate. Jeff Tate split, if you know their history, they had a falling out. For a while, they both went toward as Queensryche. But we love the voice. We love the band. And um, so I spoiled my wife, got a hotel room, um, both for us and uh, for my uh, neighbors who love Queensryche. They weren't with us. And through my business, I, and not 
buy my business, but because of my extensive travel, I have reward points. And I, I burned some reward points to get us hotel rooms. Great hotel. Uh, went and saw Jeff Tate. My wife got gussied up, as we say, as I say, as us country folks say. She got gussied up. Uh, watched some 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 tube videos on how to do a makeup tutorial on her eyes, and she did that smoky thing. Oh, Lord God in heaven, thank you. Woo! The woman that I took to that Jeff Tate's show. Ooh, I have dreamed, dreamed about having a woman like that on my arm, and now I do. She is killing it, boys and girls. Anyway, wife is very aware of what food does. <laughs> you know, I just realized, if you're a listener, you got to just be like, what is going on with this show? Yeah, this, hopefully I make my way back around, guys. This is the way it is. Sorry. You know, either you like it or you don't. I'm, there are people that like it because I, I, I have listeners. So... <laughs> For those who like it, I hope you love it. I'm going to make you love it. You're my rhinos. My, my rhinos out there just charging along with me. Duck your head and keep going. We're going to plow through this. My little rhinos out there. <laughs> Big daddy rhino's going to keep out it. <clears throat> anyway, we, uh, wife, she makes sure the kid doesn't, uh, doesn't eat too much, gets his exercise, she's worried about it. If I bring home these extra sandwiches, she is going to tan my hide. She's going to have me skinned. I'm going to be hanging on the wall. So what do I do? Here's what I think I'm going to do. Now, granted, we've been in a warm, uh, cold, uh, I'm not say, it's not a cold car, but it, it, ain't, it ain't real hot. It's just cooling at this point. So, need to move most Ricky Tick to get it home to the kid. But I think I'm going to take the rest over to uh, my parents, check in on uh, my grandma, who's, like I said, probably not doing well. Probably, we're probably at the end. She's got another day than I thank God. But you know why to thank God if she has passed? Because she's going home. 95 years, guys. I mean... Raise your hand right now if you take 95. If that was your number, if I just threw it out there, are you gonna, you gonna like my, my dad likes to say, uh, are you uh, going high or low? Taking the over or the under, 95. Which one are you taking? Or are you just gonna cash out on 95? What are you doing? I tell you what, I take 95 every time. I might have been slated for 107, but without knowing, here at 45? Yeah, I'll take 95 right now. I'll cash out. I'll cash out, Bob. For real. I don't know what you'd do. Uh, maybe some of you are just going to keep at it and take what you get. I respect you for that. And let me tell you, one thing that I've learned through this is tomorrow is not promised. My wife's mother died this time last year at the same time she died on Christmas Eve and we have been it has been looming as we 
go into these fall months, into the winter, and December is coming, and, and it's looming, and then all of a sudden, not all of a sudden, well, I guess all of a sudden, my, my grandmother starts to transition, and it feels like here we are, we're going through it again. It's the other shoe is dropping. Hey, it's real easy to get negative about that, guys. It's real easy to fall into the funk. I think we're doing really good. I think, I think we're, we're staying at it. Here I am. I'm going through a, a medication change that's thrown me for a loop. If you're a longtime listener to the show, you know how far I've come. You know what I've gone through. You know what? I know what I've gone through. I'm going to stand on that ground. I'm going to keep fighting. I'm going to stay positive. I'm going to do it for myself. I'm going to do it for my family. I'm going to do it primarily for my plan A. Because I have a daily relationship with my creator. I'm plugged in. And I know that the creator of the universe has a design. He has a plan. And he created me. I'm part of that plan. And he knows better and his uh, his design his plan was to create little old me and his design was to, for me to go through this and I'm going to tell you one more thing that I believe I believe that when you are about to reach a finish line or to get a goal to get a victory to really get your win man that's when the bad guy comes at you that's when the the enemy throws everything he's got he wants to get you off track he wants to put you in the dirt boy and there are people who are gonna give up but I'm not gonna do it and I tell you right now if you're going through the tough times I'm gonna encourage you don't give up keep fighting I'm a U.S. Army vet. I'm a soldier. And there are soldiers, there are airmen, there are sailors, there are Marines out there, there are veterans who are going through it. And I'm telling you right now, don't give up. Screw the disclaimer. I'm telling you. You're my rhinos. Keep at it. Charge. Put your head down. Grit your teeth. And put that horn into it. Give it to them. Give it as good as you get, as we like to say. Because you have a victory coming. You've got your rhinos behind you. You are charging for your family. You are fighting for something. If you're sitting somewhere right now listening to this and you don't know what you're fighting for, find it find it. Know what you stand for. You know what they say, if you if you don't stand for something, you don't have any enemies. Let me tell you, when you stand for something and you're willing to fight for it, your enemies are going to give you a fight. So dip your head get your footing and put them on blast nail them 
tell him. Let him know. I know what you're doing. I see it. But I know that I got something better coming. I got a goal I'm working towards. I know where I've come from. And I know where I'm going. And I'm not giving up. If you're listening right now, I'm telling you, don't give up. Keep fighting. Keep your head down, Rhino. We're going to get through this. I really appreciate you listening. I love you guys, man. We're all in this together. This is your fight. It's my fight. It's our fight. Let's keep at it. There's no better place to be right now. This is the best time in history. I believe that. I, you know, <clears throat> I talk a lot on this podcast about growing. You got to grow in all areas of your life, in your spiritual, in your mental, in your body, in your relationships, and your, you know, all of those things. And your part of that brain, man, it's learning. Those who don't learn from history are doomed to repeat it, and that means uh, you got to study up. I can tell you, if you study, there is no better time to be living than right now. And you may romanticize other times, but you got to be honest with yourself, man. This is the best of times. So, um, I really think uh, that we can keep at it, that we can get through, and there is something better. I, you know, I say the word think, and that's the wrong word. You know that. I believe it. Get your convictions. Know where you stand. Know who you are. I know you. There's a lot of, a lot of people out there yelling that, but you can listen to this podcast and know why I say it. You can know where I've come from. And maybe you've come from a similar place. I'm with you, man. Let's let's keep at it. I've been all over the place today. I've been turned around. I got a little bit of serenity going on. A little firefly. A little Ma- Malcolm Reynolds. And Nara, I have no rudder. <laughs> Wind blows that way. It's the way I go. I've been spun around, turned about. For Mal, and Yara did that for him. My wife does that to me. <laughs> she really does. She doesn't know it. She's wearing, she wears jeans. Woo! Looking my fun, them jeans. She's one hot mama. She doesn't even listen to this podcast. I know she doesn't. She probably gets too ticked off listening to this. But uh, she turns me about. There's a lot of things that turn me about right now because of uh, my medication. Uh, this change has got me turned. It's probably apparent to you listeners. But here's what I can hold on to. I can hold on to the fact that I have awareness. Something I didn't have before. I didn't have that awareness before it would uh, 
spin me around and I didn't even know what was happening. Everyone else knew. But I just keep on the gas. And when you're spinning and you you hit the gas, it makes it worse. You know, if you know, then you can do things, you can course correct, you can try to fix it. You can try to get yourself out of that. And there's a whole process for it. I can get into it if you want to know how to <clears throat> deal with things, if you want to know how to, to uh, fix your situation. If you're in the middle of, of a hole that you've dug and you want to know how to start making a change. Earlier this year, actually it was in the last year, I came across a brotherhood, uh, a book, and that began a change for me. Put me on a path to being the man that, I hate that saying, that he, you always knew that you were. It sounds like such a television, like I'm, I'm going to sell you something. But they weren't necessarily selling. They were opening up their arms and saying, man, we, we found a way. We wrote it down. And here you are. And when you do this, when you go through this process, you're one of us. You're with us. We're different. And that happened to me. Put me on a path. I learned how to straighten things out, how to course correct. There's a process for it. You can do it. So don't lose hope. Don't be discouraged. And my encouragement is, is that I have an awareness that that I'm I'm spinning that that this medication is has threw me for a loop. But another thing I take encouragement is that I have a really elevated attitude. I'm very positive. Normally, if something like this happens, man, not only do I spin, I drop and roll and it's a big dust ball, right? You can go for a spin, get turned around. You look at a running back on a football field, and and you can you can spin and duck your head and keep keep going, make some more yardage, or maybe make a touchdown. Or you can get so spun by that hit, by that turn, your legs go out from under you, and you just hit the ground. It's a big dust ball and you roll and you're going to come to a stop hopefully you get back up but in my situation I'm staying elevated I'm staying up staying positive using that awareness and um, I've also decided that I made a decision to make this change and there's nothing life threatening about this so stick with it S get through this hopefully any side effects or anything else will recede and I'll get the best of both worlds I'll get a stable awareness a focus and um, uh, the ability to uh, not be so um, misdirected or easily distracted 
and uh, also get the mood elevation, the, the improved, um, you know, happiness. But he, I talked a little bit with the therapist about day, and he, he made a good point. There's a difference between happiness and joy. And from where I've come from, this path that, that I've been put on, there is a joy that I have found that has been given to me, that I've been blessed with, that is in my heart. And I was broken, I was shattered, I was torn. It hurt in my heart. But that hurt's been healed. And there's love there, and there's joy there. And it's changed me, and it's given me real, genuine healing, and given me a joy that I've never known and I'm operating in. And it's fantastic. And I know, sure as I'm sitting here in my car, that you can have it too. You can. I'm not selling you anything. You know, you can get on this path. I've talked about it in previous podcasts, and I'm going to continue talking about it. And uh, I'm going to keep going. I, I have encouragement. I have encouragement from my family and I take encouragement from the things that I've just talked about so that's where I am that's where I'm going I hope that uh, you found a little something here for you today Uh, I hope that you keep listening and uh, you know I, I earlier I spoke to to my veteran brothers and sisters I know it's tough, and I just saw that uh, recently that an admiral, an admiral, we're talking career military, uh, he's a veteran, and he uh, became one of the 22. It is, this thing is no respecter of position or upbringing or anything doesn't matter what branch you served in how long you served it's a thing man and and we got we i think we're just starting to get that awareness people are starting to do things about it and you got to check yourself if you're a veteran look at where you are if you feel like you're in trouble in any way go get some help it's there Believe me, the VA, doesn't matter whether you have a service-connected disability or whatever, I can tell you right now, if you feel like you are in a bad place, they're going to open the door. So go there. And if you need somebody to talk to, seek. Go out, find somebody. And if you don't feel like you don't have somebody, give me a call. Send me a message. I've talked about all podcasts, how to get a hold of me. I'll listen to you. I'll talk to you. I know where you are. I've been there. I can tell you right now, you'll get through it. Sorry, guys. Boys and girls. My my rhinos out there fighting. Uh, I appreciate you. I'm in the driveway. I'm going to feed the family. And uh, I wish you I wish you all the best. 
this uh, coming holiday season. Merry Christmas. Um, I'm sure we'll have more podcasts before then, but just kind of warming it up. Warming, like, like, like that sentiment. So I'm going to get to using it. Uh, happy Hanukkah to my uh, Jewish brothers and sisters. I was stationed in uh, Israel. I was deployed to Israel for a time. I love my Israelis, uh, my Jewish people. Uh, I'm not Jewish, but still my brothers and sisters, whether you want to admit it or not. Same God, same source. Anyway, uh, guys, have a great holiday. And uh, I'm going to turn off the car here. Been burning gas. Might give this one a listen. I did this. I I did this one differently, um, and hopefully the quality was was decent. And um, I'll check it out and be my own producer for once. If you want to be a producer, hey, step up. If you want to contribute, so I can get a producer, so stop being annoyed by my podcasts. Um, feel free to do that. Anyway, I'll check it out. See if it worked out. I apologize if it didn't. Hopefully we'll do it better next time. I'm going to keep at it. Hope you do too. This is James, and you've been listening to Home from the Therapist. Goodbye.